0: Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Business of Fun Podcast. It's me, Dave Wakeman. My guest today is extra special because it is the boy. It's Cormac himself, and he wanted to come on and talk about his experiences following sports, uh, watching sports, going back to games. Um, I thought it was a pretty good conversation, really. He's um, a good kid, and um, he provided some really interesting insights into the psychology of Elementary school, middle school boys right now As far as like why they like stuff Or why they don't like stuff Cormac talks about the attraction Of some of the foreign leagues he follows Uh, He goes into depth about You know, why kids You know, him and his friends Either follow baseball or don't He talks a little about the NFL, the NBA He gets into it a, a lot about the Capitals And why he loves the NHL Um, you know, this is pretty interesting. I tell you all the time to spend some time talking to your customers or like the people you want to attract. Uh, so Cormac has been begging me because Wednesdays are his days for asynchronous learning, which means he's uh, only online for a half day. So he was like, oh, I want to come do the podcast. And, and before I've tried to do this with him and he didn't want to talk today, he talked a lot. So that's great. Um, you know, so I thought this would be interesting for you to listen to. Kind of amusing for him. You know, so if it's not your thing, you know, forgive me, but eh, you know, it's my podcast. So, um, here uh, here's a conversation with me and Cormac. Uh, Cormac also wanted to do uh, talk about my friends and the people who have supported me, um, and I cut that because he he didn't do it as well as he should have, um, but that's okay. Make sure you check out my friends at Booking Protect, uh, Simon, Cat, Kath, the the whole team. Simon tells me that refund protection. Uptake is up about double what it was before the pandemic. That tells me specifically that people are looking for security when they are making their purchases now. Don't miss the opportunity to have people buy your tickets because they don't have some sort of refund protection or your your policies aren't updated. Check out bookingprotectcom and see how you can offer refund protection to your customers. Uh, make sure you get the worksheet that I put together with Avantellect around Net Promoter Score. Uh, I've done a couple blog posts, a couple things around Net Promoter Score. I'm going to do a case study on the podcast in the next couple days. That'll be good. Uh, But the Net Promoter Score is a really great statistic to measure to see where your business stands in your customer's point of view. Um, We put together a worksheet. It's three or four pages long. It tells you what it is, why it matters. It puts it in context so that you can understand what the score means. And it gives you the tools that you need to do one yourself. You can really set up an NPS survey in about 15 minutes. Um, for the Talking Tickets newsletter, I've got a 67 now. It's up from a 53. And in the time it has been growing from 53 to 67, uh, I probably have grown the list size about 10 or 15%. I think it's 12 and a half, 13%. Um, you know, so tracking your NPS score over time can tell you whether or not things are growing or not. Make sure you check out the friends at um Activity Stream. They have a new web presence. They just launched the Activate email marketing platform, uh activitystream.com. They're doing some tremendous stuff that'll help you use data more effectively, turn those insights and data into actionable magical moments like Martin and I talk about all the time. It's great. Uh, get the newsletter talking tickets talkingtickets.substack.com. Oh, so here comes Cormac. Hey, I want to welcome my son, the boy, Cormac, to the Business of Fun podcast. Cormac, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How about you? I'm great. Now, Cormac, you have been begging to be on the podcast because you wanted to talk about things from the eyes of an 11 year old boy, right? Yeah. So, and you wanted to talk about the Super League and sports marketing and going to games and some of the ideas around um, what would keep you interested or what gets you excited about going to games and matches and the things you enjoy. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. I think you should know that because I spend basically every day with you.
0: That's true. Uh, I think that probably makes me like most dads now. So let me start out by asking you a question. Um, during the pandemic, do you feel closer to the sports you, you like and the teams you like and the things you follow, or do you feel uh, less connected to them?
1: Well, just in like the case of like the Premier League, mm-hmm. um, it's not especially like my team. It's, it's like the whole league because uh-huh. you're at home like half the time yep. of the day. And there's so many games to offer during the course of the day. So like I've been watching like a lot of like Man City games, different clubs, not just Tottenham. But before the pandemic, I may have just watched Tottenham games and then maybe like a different game here and there.
0: So, how has that impacted your fandom of Tottenham, but also your fandom of soccer in general? What do you like? What do you think's happened?
1: Well, Tottenham's still my club either way, okay. but um, I'm starting to like watch it more and and um, learn the game a bit more, which is good to see.
0: Yeah. And what about other sports? Like, how do you feel about baseball, basketball, football? You know, wh- where do those things rank now, and where do you think where do you think they were before you went to? The, you know, we started the pandemic.
1: Well, I don't think there was as high as they were now, cause, like I said, like you're at home at night, like mm-hmm. a lot, and that's when a lot of um the American sports happen. So it's like when there's nothing on TV, you just pop on a game, and it's it's good to watch. And it's just I'm it may not be always particularly fun after the pandemic, but during the pandemic, when you're at home and stuff, it's it's fun to watch.
0: Yeah. And what about the games that you've seen during the pandemic? What what have um, you know, how what have you liked about them?
1: They're not like as good as I as I would like them to be. Probably because why is that? Because of like, there's no fans. Right. And the fans, if you look at like the st- statistics, there's a lot when the fans are there. Your team start tends to do better. Uh-huh. If if so, say like you're one nil down. Yep. If your if your fans are really cheering and stuff, you usually get a goal Uh which helps your team out but when during the pandemic when there's no fans you you've really known the difference like with the players in like
0: well what do you mean like you you can tell the difference you can tell
1: the difference like if you can see the goal Uh like your players are down like they're not um as high Uh as they would be because there's no fans
0: okay well, because I don't know if you know this or not, but the statistics do show that the home field advantage has been basically eliminated from team yeah. sports because of there not being any fans. So that's like an interesting observation. Um, what else about the presentation or think new things about sports during the pandemic have you liked?
1: Um. Well, I like that. Um the teams have been a bit more evened out okay, because of, like, the money and right. stuff. Because a lot of teams... No, I don't like that teams are losing money. Uh-huh. And I don't like that there's no fans. But it really shows, like, this team is good right? even if they don't have money. Because, like, Tottenham, they've had to get loans from the government of England mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. Because they're, like, really... They're not in debt, but, like... Well, they, they built
0: a new stadium. Yeah. And, and that, and impacting they're, their finances, yeah.
1: Yeah, and th- the big stadium that they bought, built, you would think it w- they thought it would make them a lot of revenue, which it did for the seasons it was open, but right after it declined because there's no fans. But it shows, like, that even it's like um Brighton. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Okay. They can play, like, a good game, even though that they're in the relegation battle, but... They don't have a lot of money, but they're still very good. And Grand Potter, the manager of Brighton, he's one of the Tottenham. How do I say it? Candidates. Like, candidates, like candidates for the job. Candidates, yeah. Because he's he um he's coached that team really well with the players he has. Okay,
0: and and so you would say that soccer is your favorite sport.
1: Yeah, most definitely yes.
0: Okay, and what do you think about? So let me ask you about some of the different sports, and you give me like you tell me what you like and what you don't like about each of them, because I think that would be helpful. Okay, cool. Um, let's start with Major League Baseball. How do you feel about Major League Baseball?
1: I think it's like, it, it's a decent, like, thing, but I feel like the, like, going in the game, yep. we went to a game, to a Nationals game, like, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. It was a great experience, it was totally safe, and I and I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And it had, like, a lot of offense in that game. Yep. And it doesn't always have to be. A lot be... of runs that game. Yeah, 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 a lot of runs. But it doesn't always have to be, like, all offense to make it fun. Uh But when it's, like, foul balls, like, no, a lot of, like, foul balls, like, ground outs, that's not as fun to watch. But when, either if it's, like, the pitcher's throwing a lot of strikeouts, there's being, like, a lot of hits, Mm -hmm. a lot of good plays, that's when it's fun to watch.
0: So you like to see the ball in play. It's not so much if it's a hit or a home run. It's just having the ball in play to let people... Make place.
1: Yeah, and you see like or
0: strikeouts. Strikeouts are awesome.
1: Strikeouts, yeah, because there's now nowadays it's like they either ground out mm-hmm. or they like or it's like a walk. Okay. Cause like a lot of strikes, they just foul.
0: And when you go to the game, what yeah. do you like about going to the game, and what don't what do what do you wish was done better?
1: Well, what I like about going to the game is. I think they do like a good experience, like job of making it like fun to go. Uh-huh. Especially now with COVID, how yep. like you haven't been back in the stadium, yep. you kind of like miss the experience of not going to games. Uh-huh. So then when you go back to the games, it's yep. like fun to watch and yep. stuff. But I feel like with nationals, they gonna uh, do a good job like selling the stuff because like right when you walk in, there's like a big screen and there's like a te- a shop yep. right next to there. And then there's, like, a bunch of concession stands and stuff. And I feel like that's what it is with a lot of stadiums. But they don't, what I feel like, this is when I get into the marketing, they don't sell the idea of, like, coming to the games uh-huh. as well as they should.
0: So you think that they could do a better job of, of teaching you about, or telling letting people know how much fun it is?
1: Yeah, because I feel like you can say, like, oh, like, like just go online and, like, watch a video of, like, this, like the... Stretches where like they sing the songs and yeah. stuff. That's like a good experience, right. but it's like when it's you gotta so you sell mean, like, them take on Take me out that. to the ball game. Yeah, like stuff like that. You gotta sell them on like let's go, let me go to this nationals baseball game. Yeah, or like this Mets or or whatever team in your area that you support. It can even be minor league.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. I guess what I want to ask you, since you're my 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 study audience here, is so you say do a better job. Do you feel like people just don't understand the game of baseball? Like your guys, right? Like at school, dude, like all of your buddies, like do they watch a lot of baseball? Do they understand baseball? Are they like really kind of connected to baseball?
1: Some kids in my school like really like baseball. Mm-hmm. But for kids who are like a bit in other sports, I don't think – I'm not like a huge baseball junkie or anything. Mm-hmm. But like I'll watch a game or two. Like it's totally fine. But I feel like not a lot of people, like, want to watch baseball.
0: Well, what would make you want to watch it? I
1: don't, like, I feel like what would make me want to watch it is if your team's, like, doing well. Okay. It's not even, like, the marketing. It's, like, the team. Well, the
0: Nationals do well.
1: Yeah, but, like, if your team's, like, here's how I explain it. If the team, it's not even, like, always the marketing. It's, like, if the team's excited, they, um... It's not even if they win a lot. If they just make you, like, if there's a lot of action in the game, that makes me want to, like, watch. Okay. But with baseball, over the years, it has started to get, like, limited. Uh-huh. Like, in offense. What do you mean by limited?
0: Oh, limited offense. Okay.
1: Yeah. But that's why the MLB are making, like, so many changes and stuff. But I don't What always, do you think about those changes? I don't think that's always good. I feel like with soccer, they haven't made like, a lot of changes to the game. Okay. They made, like, the VAR, right? which is not the best thing ever.
0: Well, let me ask you this, too, because this is one of those things about the Super League, right? Not to yeah. jump away from baseball, because we can come back to that. Yeah. But when um, the Super League started, they were talking about, like, young kids not being that end of the game. And I was, I was going, that does not really reflect my reality of soccer at all, because, like, all the kids I know... They all seem to love soccer. Like, I I mean, all the every kid I seem to know is, like, a big soccer fan.
1: Well, yeah. A lot of kids like soccer. Because with baseball, basco- basketball is not, like... It's not... I'm not saying it's not, like, a hard to play. But with, like, soccer and basketball, you don't have to be great at it yes. to still have fun. Mm-hmm. But with, like, baseball is, like, if you're playing, it's all right. But, like, say you're hitting and, like, you can't hit a ball. Right. Like, that's not fun. But with soccer... You you're always gonna get a few touches on the ball during the game. Yeah. And that's good because they make like a lot of rec leagues mm-hmm. in especially in DC where it's not as skilled as um as you would think it is, like little league or like yep. those higher like basketball rec leagues. Sure. So I think kids have like a good experience with that because they're they have fun and they're playing well. Cause I feel like the level isn't that like that that high that like they can go out there and just run and have fun and like running is like the main part of like why I started to play because you guys want me to get physical exercise and then I got <laughs> then I got really good and now I'm playing on a travel team so yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that's true and and so you feel like because basketball and soccer are easier for you to play as a kid. And, like, be able to feel like you have a certain level of... um,
1: Well, with basketball, it's like you just, like, throw up a couple shots. It doesn't really matter your form. If you're just, like, playing, like, it's totally fine.
0: So your ability to perform and play the sport impacts your ability to enjoy it.
1: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But we
0: play catch in the backyard.
1: Yeah, with baseball? Yeah. Baseball, like, it's not the hardest sport ever. But it's, it's, like, at bat, it's, like, hard. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, also, that sport's a bit... Bo- not boring, but like If you're like in a little league Especially when you're younger It's bo- it's more boring than like if you're like older Right I feel like then the level gets a bit better Which well, makes it a this, bit more then. fun like,
0: What play. would make baseball more fun for kids earlier Because if kids are not playing When they're like younger, right And so you don't get introduced to the game Right How would you introduce somebody to the game Like how would you do it Like what would make you get involved in baseball
1: Like, I would play, but I don't exactly have the time to do that. Yeah. But I feel like, because I'm like a sport, I like sports and stuff. Yeah. But for people who just want to play, like, a rec sport to get exercise or something like that, that's not one of the sports you want to do. Right. Because it's a lot of standing around and stuff like that. And I feel like with a lot of, like, leagues, Mm -hmm. like, for our rec team, it's, like, very level playing field everybody is pretty good yeah but for like baseball you can see some kids who can't even hit right so like some kids who are hitting homers triples doubles every single pitch Mm -hmm. which i feel like that's not as good for like competitiveness Uh and fun okay and having fun but like you saw the game we had this last weekend like or whatever you know what i mean that game was like competitive and it came down the wire and I think everybody, each way, ways enjoyed it, even though we won and they lost. But I feel like both teams really enjoyed playing that game.
0: Yeah, okay. So let me ask you some more, more things then about just, like, going to games and watching games and what keeps you involved. How do you feel about football? Football? Yeah.
1: Football, I feel like I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, like that. But, like, on these, like, major sports channels, they put so much NFL on it. It's hard not to, uh, like, they put so much, like, American sports on it. It's hard not to, like, you know what I mean, get into it. Mm -hmm. And with football, like, I'll watch, like, a game or two of NFL. Like, I'll like the playoffs. Yeah. Because that's, like, really competitive and stuff. But during the regular season, I don't really watch. Okay. Because that's not, like, fun to me. Why not? Because it's not as competitive. I don't think – it's not that teams don't care. The games aren't as – exciting to watch as in the playoffs because a lot of the playoff games they're like close
0: yeah
1: and and come down the wire but with college football i'm just saying i'm not saying this just because i'm an alabama fan but i feel like it wasn't that good this year okay but usually it's a bit more like funner to watch than nfl
0: why do you think it wasn't as fun this year
1: Probably codes, like, of COVID, and, like, they just put the kids in a bad situation. Okay. And it was kind of like they're forcing, not forcing them to play, but, like, so much people were getting COVID and stuff. It wasn't really, like, that good. And then, like, in the national championship game, Alabama, like, destroyed Ohio State. Right.
0: Now, you say this thing about, like, putting the kids in a bad spot and, like, so many people getting COVID. Is that something that you feel like your mom, your mom and I were, like, really, like, pushing down on you? Or do you think we were just, like, we weren't, like, were we, like, doom and gloom and fear about COVID? Or do you think we have been, like, sort of, like, reasonable about the whole thing or and measured? Or how do you think? Because when you say that, you know, I think it's important to tell people, like, how you came to that. Because, you know, is it, like, something that, like, we drummed into you? Or, like, did you come up to that decision on your own?
1: Not that you guys jumped in into it to me, but, like, I think a lot of people have been watching local news channels and uh-huh. stuff, and, like, especially with, like, the vaccine coming out now and stuff, and, like, people don't have to wear... Not, like, you shouldn't wear the mask, but for... BBC said, like, no mask for, like, vaccinated people.
0: Right. The CDC. Yeah. CDC. Mm-hmm.
1: With, um... Right? Yeah. Um, right. In, like, small groups, which... I think that's true because it's, like, the science. Yeah. But that, just because somebody says that doesn't mean you shouldn't wear the mask right. and stuff. But with what I feel like, anything, like, outside or something, that's totally safe. Like, I feel like that's totally fine. But it's, like, hockey, indoor hockey, like, stuff like that. That's not as safe as, yeah. like, out the outdoor sports.
0: Yeah. Well, you brought up hockey, too. And let me ask you this because you're a big hockey fan. You're a, you're a pretty – I would call you a fairly – Big hockey fan.
1: I like hockey in the playoffs a bit more than the regular season. Yeah,
0: but yeah. you love to go to the Capitals games, right?
1: Yeah, because they're always they're always good. And then,
0: right. what do you what, what what's drawn you to hockey? Well, because I didn't grow up with hockey, right? We didn't have a team until I was graduating high school in Fort Lauderdale.
1: That's Panthers, right?
0: Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, not not but you're like-
0: a big you're a big Capitals fan.
1: But I feel like what drawn me in the Capitals is, in D.C., I think it's like a community around the Capitals. Okay. And like, especially during that Stanley Cup run, yeah. I probably went to that like... That was pretty awesome. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. I probably went to two games in Washington uh-huh. for the playoffs, and I watched like every game on TV.
0: Yeah, we kind of let you watch all the games, I think, or like a lot of them.
1: You let me watch a lot of them. Yeah. Some of them were like, but I remember Las Vegas, they had like those shows like right before the game yeah. and they were like two hours. You remember that? And yeah. the game would start to like 930. The
0: pregame was pretty good. Yeah, I, the
1: pregame was, f- that. the pregame was awesome. Yeah. Except for the part that it took like 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So why do you like hockey though? What is it about hockey that makes you? I don't you know. know. I feel, feel like, like hockey like. The community you said. Yeah. What
1: else? Hockey's just like interesting, I feel like. It's like a new team every year. What do you mean? I think a lot of times in hockey, they have to, like, move the teams around. Uh-huh. So, there's always, like, a new, like, team every Oh, they've
0: been adding teams. So, like, there's the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, and then, like, the Seattle Kraken. The there? They're, they're going to start. There'll be a new team in Seattle.
1: Well, that's good. But all I'm saying is also, like, the players. Like, Braden Holtby left. Like, this new guy, Chara, came. Like, uh-huh. I didn't know that till I started watching for the new season. So
0: the player movement doesn't bother you as much
1: because no, you absolutely. like to
0: learn about the new guys.
1: Yeah. Okay. In the new it spices things up a bit. Okay. And I feel like especially during the playoffs. We went to um the parade, right? Yeah we did. And and that was like fun. Like everybody there was like having a good time and yeah. stuff. And I feel like um it was just like fun to go and fun to watch the games. Especially when you're like winning and you're do and your team's doing well. And, like, the whole – that's when, like, the whole, like, city was, like, really, like, high and cheery. Yeah, people
0: pulled together, I felt. for. Yeah, Yeah.
1: because the Cavs were doing, like, really well. Yeah. And, like, that was our first ever uh, Stanley Cup. So, like, I just felt like it was um, fun to watch during that time
0: period. It was pretty exciting, I thought. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because also, like, I went to a couple of games in the playoffs, and it was, like, packed. It was, like, no seats.
0: We're left. What? Uh, let me ask you about this, and then I'll have like maybe two more questions for you, and I'll let you get back to your schoolwork. So the first one is about the NBA. Tell me about like how what are your impressions of the NBA, and tell me about what did you think of the Marvel game the other night?
1: Okay, the NBA I like, mm-hmm. I, especially during playoffs, like all these type of sports. Okay, but um, I feel like the NBA, it's good, but I feel like they need this. I think this playing tournament. It, it's good I feel like the players don't like it as much but for like lower teams it it spices it up a bit more because uh-huh. you know how the play in my opinion it's like the favorites always win okay and I feel like that's what makes it like not as fun as it could be because there's not a, a lot of teams that are like bad not bad but like like seven or six seeds who go on to win the uh, go on to win or are in the finals?
0: So you like it when there's a little bit more. Um, you like it when the games are a little bit more competitive.
1: Yeah, cause I feel like with like the like the one, two, and three seeds, uh-huh. those are just powerhouse teams, and they either they always go to like the to like the second to last round yeah. or like last round. Which it's not like that, but it's much harder for fit on like on favorite teams to win, mm-hmm. then, which makes it not as fun. But especially, like, with soccer and, like, the Champions League, uh-huh. some of these teams, like, um, Porto, like, they're they're good, but they're, like, they made it to, like, they beat Juventus. Yeah. In, so like, there's a little
0: more, like, um, unexpected things can happen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Pretty much.
0: So then let me ask you, the, uh, I actually, I have two more questions. So oh, the first one, yeah. go ahead. Uh,
1: wait, can I just say something? Sure. Especially, like, um, the year, the... 2020 when the Heat made it, everybody predicted the Lakers to win in, like, a 4-2. And that's exactly what happened. And it, like, the Lakers were just blowing them out. Not blowing them out, but, like, they would would beat them by a fair margin when they won. And then, like, when the Heat won, it was, like, a close game. It came down to, like, right at the end. Which made it more exciting than the Lakers blowing the Heat out by 20 every
0: Mm -hmm. game. Okay. So then let me ask you this. So two two more questions and then I will let you get back to stuff because you got to get ready for soccer practice, right? Yeah. Okay. So number 1, you've been to a lot of events, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People can't see you shaking your head.
1: Yeah, I I have been a few. I've been a few.
0: Tell me what is like give me like a couple of your favorite things that you remember. Like what was the most exciting stuff you things you've seen?
1: Okay. So Three events. Sure. Three, three to f- events.
0: Three is three is good. Okay. Three is a good number.
1: Should I rank them one, three, through one? You can do that. Yeah. Okay. Number three was probably um, the the Columbus versus uh, Caps game because that was on my birthday. Right? Okay. Yeah. And that was like fun.
0: Didn't the Capitals win in overtime? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was like a good game because it was like playoffs, uh-huh. and then uh, it was the third something. It was game. First
0: round. Yeah.
1: First round, third game. But of it was the, the year series.
0: they won the 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 championship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like that was fun because it was like my birthday, uh-huh. and I feel like even if they didn't win, it still would have been fun because yeah. it was like it was just fun to go to the game. Yeah. Like I've been saying all this time, and it, it felt like everybody was like really excited, like oh the Caps are in the playoffs, we we could actually have a chance of this, you know yeah. what I mean? And everybody was like that in DC, mm-hmm. and then just like going to see the game, like we played really well, and it, it was like it was fun to watch. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, was, I had a good time.
0: What about number two?
1: Number two. This I one, think
0: I know what number one is.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You we, you should know what number one yeah. is. I think number two was probably the Audi field game.
0: The Audi field game, huh? Okay.
1: Because I think it was fun, especially because like, like, I met up with your uh, friends and oh, stuff yeah. after the game. And I felt like... Everybody loved... Well, we went with was,
0: Garrett, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we went with Garrett. And I
1: remember when... when it was when Ryan Rooney was there. And, yeah. and I remember everybody loved him.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I think he left because his uh, wife didn't like D.C.
0: Right. I think it was a long way to be from... Uh, a long way from home for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, like, super fun because, like, back, at that time, D.C. United were, like, good. Yeah. And they had, like, a lot of good players on their team. Yeah. And like when Rooney was good, it was like it was just a fun experience to go, especially like walking up that trail. And I think that was like the first year it was open. Okay. And that was like one of the first games in it. And it was um Yep. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. It was good. And then it it was it wasn't even a game. It was just like going to the game, going to the gift shop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just getting some food. That was like a fun part, especially like seeing the stadium. Yeah. Like that's not a small stadium. Right. For especially for MLS, that's like a good uh, a, a good, good set. Yeah. yeah. Number one is obviously Tottenham versus Chelsea. Yeah. That was in London. Like way before it was like awesome in London. And then the game kinda topped it off. Cause Tottenham, they won three to one. Yep. We're sending, three to
0: nothing. Three nil. No. N- not three one. It was three one.
1: They scored a goal in like the ninety something oh, minute. Okay a constellation. A
0: constellation goal. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was um 3-1. Uh-huh. Um we were sitting next to like this diehard Tottenham fan. Yeah. Another one. Mhm. And she was like crazy. She was she, crazy.
0: She was but in a good way.
1: Yeah, in a good way like it was like a good way. It wasn't like a bad way. It was just like a passionate fan like kind of way. Uh-huh. Then it I remember sitting like right on the halfway line. Uh-huh. And it was just fun cuz um those guys were huge. Yeah. I remember like they were huge. And like the three play our our three favorite players scored. Yep. And they all scored like really good goals. Yeah, it, they did. Yeah, and it was like it was fun, man. And I remember just going there, getting fish and chips, getting a soda. The gift shop was not good because like they didn't have a gift shop. Yeah. It was just like a small place. Um. Then my dad sold my keychain, but stole it. Stole it, but it's all right.
0: Okay. And so then let me ask you this, like, uh, because it it sounds to me, and I and I know partly this is. Uh, my influence on you, but outside of American sports, you know, how, what do you follow besides like international? Like what? How, what do you follow? What, what What do you follow? What sports do you follow?
1: Like I watch a couple AFL games. Uh huh. G- Melbourne Demons. Uh huh. L- Listen, top of the league.
0: Okay. Western
1: Bulldogs. They 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 lost. <laughs> um, gonna be the champs. That that's all I'm gonna say. Um. I also follow, like, every single, like, soccer leagues. Because, yep. like, the BN Sports, mm-hmm. they have, like, highlights yeah. and stuff. And that's, like, like League One. It's not, like, La Liga, League One. Uh-huh. Those, La, Le- La Liga's fast-paced. That's yep. what I feel like. Okay. League One's not as good. But I feel like since PSG and, like, Leon are in it, it's, like, they're, they're like, a fun team to watch.
0: Okay.
1: And they have so many superstars, PSG.
0: Yep.
1: And then... I don't really, I don't know, like, much other international sports. Like, I watch a couple rugby games. Uh Uh-huh. Like, those are good. Right. I've been to one in D.C.
0: What about uh, tennis?
1: Tennis. Oh, yeah. No, I play tennis a bit. And that's, like, a good sport because, like, it's so many people from around the world. Yeah. Like, I, I see, like, Switzerland, America, Serbia, Russia, you know, all those type of places. Yeah. And, like, they all play. Right. And it's, like, everybody's, like, really good. Yeah.
0: So. so, what is it about like the international sports that appeals to you? That does it? That's different than what the American sports offer.
1: American sports, it's not like that, but they're kind of in it to make money. they are fr—they're like franchises. Yeah. But with like Premier League, they're clubs. Uh huh. They have like, and especially like when you go on NBCSN Premier League mornings. Yeah. Like those people are passionate like about it. Yeah. It's not just like analysts and like. For like NFL and NBA, it's like analysts who are getting like paid like millions of dollars to go well, on well, there.
0: Explain that to me because I think there there's a big d- distinction there. Right, like you know, and I and I don't want to put any words in your mouth. I want to hear you explain it. So well, you said franchise versus clubs, and like the passion that everybody around soccer had.
1: Yeah. Well, you saw with the Super League, people were like protesting uh-huh. and stuff. You especially saw with um the Old Trafford, yep. How they fought, fought back against the Glazers. I would have went to the. I wouldn't have broke in the stadium, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. I that shows like they had passion right. about the club, in. They really want their clubs not to join the Super League, right? And they did. They that was not anybody else. That was the fans who who stopped that. Yeah. That was just fans.
0: And it's really like a, it, it, to me, and this is me, and and I, you know, and I don't want to influence you, so you you can throw out everything. No, you're else. not. You're like, good.
1: You're good. Just yeah. say
0: what you. It's like you. um. The thing I like about the Premier League and, like, the soccer is the community aspect of it. It's like, you know...
1: Yeah, especially... Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Especially when when we went to the fanfare. It wasn't even the funnest part. Get, like, the fanfare is, like... Well, what's other, the
0: fanfare? The Tell everybody. What okay, is it so
1: the fanfare is every... Well, not because of COVID, but every year before COVID, they would go to a spot in, uh, in America, the people from NBCSN Premier League mornings, and they would throw, like, this huge festival... And the year it went into DC. We went. We woke up at like six a.m. and it was like, and it wasn't even like the fun part, like going, getting into the festival. Like that part was fun too, because like I got to play PS4, all that type of stuff. But it was like standing in line, cause there's so many fans of like different clubs. And I remember standing next to an Arsenal fan, and it was and like they were very nice. They were very nice. Like <laughs> it was, it was totally fine. I remember telling all some other Arsenal fans but it was it, it was like it was a good sense of community. Yeah. Especially like in America. Because yeah. like you would think not a lot of people in America would like the sport. Yeah. But like it's been it's growing. Yeah. Like a lot of people play soccer in America. Football. Yeah. Like you may not think it, but a lot of people play and a lot of people are passionate about the sport. Some of like the younger kids. They're glory hunters, but, like, I don't know.
0: But they, <laughs> the they are glory hunters. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's true. But I guess, like, as long as you have, like, passion yeah. for the sport, which which not like the glory hunter fans do, don't. do They do. But as long as you have, like, passion for the sport and you like it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, I feel like that's what matters. Yep. But going and supporting, like, these big money clubs, that's not always the best idea.
0: Right. So you like the community. Yeah. What else? And you like and you like the what else? You like about the about the game.
1: Yeah, the the about the game. It's really
0: like it's it's the holistic thing. So you like the. Like, I like
1: everything about it.
0: You like, like everything about it. And yeah. now, okay, I, I promise that I, I'm wrapping up my questions now. But tell us about Mr. Marcus, yeah. your teacher. And what he has done for your class. What, is he, what does he do around a sport?
1: A- AFL? Yeah, the AFL. Oh, he made everybody pick a team Yeah. in uh, in, in class. Yeah. And we bought him, like, a t-shirt and, a, like, a hat. Because he supports Hawthorne. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, he's, like, really passionate about it because he's from Australia. But he's made everybody, like, get into it. Uh-huh. And, like, now the people, like, are, like, they're, like, oh, what, look at the standing. What's the score? And that, like... That's, like, a good thing, getting people passionate about sports. Because it's not even, like, the sport aspect. It's just, like, the sense of community and stuff. But some people are glory hunters in my class.
0: Oh, so they keep switching teams?
1: No, no, no. You can't really switch teams. But like Has I,
0: anybody, like, jumped on the demons bandwagon now? no nah,
1: I'm the only demons fan. But I can tell you something. My friend, uh, Zach... He uh he had to pick a team and he's like who's at the top of the table and it's like Western Bulldogs and he's like I will support them I was like I'm like okay
0: you're like Mel- Melbourne Melbourne Demons baby. I was
1: like yeah I'm the only one supporting it and then everybody supported North Melbourne yeah and they're at the why
0: bu- now tell, tell them why why because what's what's their logo or their um the ascot, kangaroos the kangaroos yeah and
1: now they're at the bottom of the table
0: It's like everybody's mad.
1: Yeah, not not mad. They're just like our team stinks. Yeah, our team stinks, and I just support that club because I got like a jersey from them.
0: A Guernsey. A Guernsey. My bad. My my bad.
1: My bad. It's a Guernsey. Yeah. And it 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 like I don't. That's like mainly why I did that. But like I feel like just not like supporting it, but it shows people to be like passionate about stuff. Uh, not stuff, but, like, things you like. Yeah. It's not even, like, p- being passionate about your club. It's being passionate about, like, stuff you like.
0: Right. And let that, me ask like, you, like, with Mr. Help, Marker, yeah. with Mr. Marcus, right, does following the AFL matches, does that help you, like, have a better sense of what it's like to be from Australia or what it's like to live in Australia or to, to go to Australia?
1: Yeah, kind of. Well, uh, like, I feel like, there's like a lot. Of, there's Australian. There's Australian guys in it. Yeah, but obviously, uh, obviously, it's the <laughs> AFL. But um, I don't. I don't know. But I, what I can't say this is: people in Australia love. AFL. Yeah. And they they love their commissioner probably more than they love their president or or like their leader. Oh. uh, Of the AFL. Is that right? Yeah. Wait, just if, if the AFL commissioner is listening and if anybody has contacts with him, tell him to send a video to Mr. Marcus's class. What's his email? Tell him.
0: We'll get. We can do that.
1: Yeah, we we gotta get it. You email. know
0: that the uh, commissioner spoke right before me when I was at the. I AI know.
1: Pump. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that. And the fans got hype. So Not like, you, you, yeah. So you,
0: you. The fans got hype. Yeah. So you got you
1: you, you got like a hype crowd for you.
0: Okay. For well, your thing. Is there anything else you want to say about like sports and like being a fan and like understanding things and like um, your your opinion on it? Oh, just tell them to visit my website.
1: Yeah, visit my dad's website. What is it called?
0: davewakeman.com. Dave, yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. davewakeman.com, marketing stuff on there. Uh, yeah. He knows also, how to sell
0: a ticket, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he can sell stuff. One of the smartest marketers in like, in the world. Yeah. Also
0: Nothing like a child's love.
1: Yeah. Also um I ha- Can I say an invention? Go ahead. Tesla, if you're listening to this, I figured out a way, I, I need your help, but like, you should put solar panels on the top of your car, it'll charge them, in the- it'll charge them. That's all I'm saying, I did that for school today, so.
0: Alright, well, hey Cormac, thank you for doing the podcast.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Wait.
0: What did you think of my conversation with Cormac? Let me know by sending me an email. It is my name, daviddavewakeman.com. Make sure you check out my website, davewakeman.com. A lot of interesting stuff coming up. I'm going to be at Ticket Summit in August. I'm going to be speaking about pricing at the National Sports Forum in the next two weeks. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff getting ready to roll out now as we are starting to be able to Um, Go out into the world, events opening up, the whole deal. Check out my friends at Booking Protect, the global leaders in refund protection. As I told you before, uh, refund protection uptake has doubled since the pandemic. So that tells me specifically that people are looking for some sort of peace of mind, some sort of security around their purchases, right? Give it to them, right? Don't miss out on sales because people feel uncomfortable making a purchase, right? So check them out, BookingProtect.com. Connect with Kat, Simon, Kath, the whole team. They're all great people. I've been saying it now. This is the 141st episode. I've been saying it for the whole time. Uh, You know, they have been so great to me. They are such great partners to all of their partners. So check them out, bookingprotect.com. I've teamed up with EventElect to create a net promoter score worksheet. Net promoter score is this really great number that allows you to track customer sentiment. And if you track it over time, you can tell whether or not your business is likely to grow or shrink. Uh, I have, I think it said in the introduction, been tracking the net promoter score for the last six months or so for the Talking Tickets newsletter. And it's gone from 53 to 67, and in that time, I've had about a 12 percent growth in the, the number of subscribers. Uh, Eventolight has a 77. It's unbelievable. We've done some case studies. I'm going to do another case study on the podcast uh, that tells you all the things they learned from like asking just a couple simple questions, uh, you know, and how it's transformed their business. Uh, it's done the same for me, right? So get the email or get the worksheet by sending me an email: daviddavewakeman.com. We put it together. It gives you a definition, tells you exactly what Net Promoter Score is. It tells you why it matters. It tells you what the context of the score means, and it gives you the tools to do it. It's a great thing that both the team at Eventlekt and I agree can transform your business. So send me an email. I'll send you the worksheet. Um, it's great. So that's DavidDaveWakeman.com. Make sure you check out my friends at Activity Stream. Um, the Activity Stream platform has been updated with some new marketing, new new website looks pretty. They've just launched the Activate email marketing tool. It's a great way to turn your data into insights that can turn into magical moments. Um, It's not BS. It's like a really, really great tool. Check out the team at ActivityStream at ActivityStream.com. Learn more about Activate. Uh, Martin's doing some webinars and doing some presentations to help walk people through the changes and the new approach and the ways that you can use data now as events start to come back online. So check it out, activitystream.com. Make sure you get the Talking Tickets newsletter. That's talkingtickets.substack.com. Five top stories each week, some action items, some analysis, a lot of good stuff in there, uh, which is going to be really super important as we come out of the pandemic. Let me know, though, what you thought about Cormac, because he is very, very concerned that he gets the number one podcast episode in history of the business of fun. Uh, So David, Dave Wakeman dot com. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Hopefully everybody's starting to have a little bit brighter uh, days and weeks ahead of them as the pandemic sort of starts to ease its grip in a lot of places. So uh, thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you all soon. Take it easy.